talking, and I'm going to deal with prayer, and I'm going to deal with intercession today. So we can, we can turn it up a degree. Let's turn it up a degree and let's boil. Ain't no need to get that hot and stop here. Why are we going to get this far and stop? If we're going to go to 211, why not go 212? Just one more degree. I'm telling you right, just one more degree. The reason why it's so hard for us to go to 212 is because very few people are willing to go. People don't mind 100, but people don't, aren't willing to. That, that road is now sparsely populated, the road called hot. Ain't too many people around. They don't mind warm nor lukewarm. But, that, but, but, but church folk got a problem with hot folk. And the reason why many of us don't go that extra degree is because we understand if we do, then there's some more folks that are probably going to fall out of our immediate, consistent social circles. People that's in church their whole life don't like hot. Prayer is necessary. Otherwise, the culture will win out. We won't be able to overcome the influence of the culture. Isaiah chapter 59, verse number 16. I'm just going to read this one verse, and I'm going to go into what we're going to talk about today. Isaiah 59, verse number 16. I'll continue with watching on Wednesday. I did not finish with that, but, but I was praying for this, and I think it's the timing of God. Isaiah 59, verse number 16. Look what it says here. And it says, and he saw that there was no man. Everybody say no man. And wondered that there was no intercessor. Everybody say no intercessor. Therefore, his arm brought salvation unto him and his righteousness. It sustained him. I'm going to read that verse again. And we'll just jump out, uh, jump into everything we want to talk about out of that verse. Isaiah 59, 16. And he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore, his arm brought salvation unto him, and his righteousness, it sustained him. Father, we thank you and bless you right now for the power of God to fall upon the words of God to the point where now the grace of God is released that the kingdom come in earth as it is in the very heavens. We bless you and give you the glory, the honor, and praise for it now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Isaiah 59 and 16. And he saw that there was no man. Everybody say no man. And wondered that there was no intercessor. Everybody say no intercessor. Therefore, his arm brought salvation unto him and his righteousness, it sustained him. God saw in Israel. God saw amongst his own people, first of all, that there was no man and therefore wondered why there was no intercessor. Everybody say, no man, no intercessor. What's the implication? Please hear me. The implication is there was no intercessor because there was no man. 
The impl- I'm going to say that again. The implication is there was no intercessor because there was no man. Not that there were no grown men. That ain't what he's talking about. But there were no mature spiritual sons. It's a big difference. There, there, there were no spiritual men. There were grown men, but there were no spiritual men. See, in other words, what I'm, try- I'm trying to help us understand something about intercession because we're going to intercede this month. We're going to enter into our identity of intercession. Intercession is a ministry we're only permitted to function in by way of maturity. Only men can intercede. Come on, o- only individuals that have entered into sonship, only individuals who have come to age, only individuals are not getting bitten by their own words, only individuals that said, I am perfect and complete in him now, only individuals that understand I am now the son of God, even though it does not yet appear, I am appearing. Only intercession can only be done by mature believers. If when God wants intercession, he looks for a man. Amen. Not necessarily that not from a gender standpoint, but from a maturity standpoint. Amen. We must come of age in order for GRRC to legally function as an intercessor church. Uh, we are called to be an intercessor church. Now, we all know and understand we come of age by way of image. We're what we come of age by way of image. I image, I'm age. Amen. Image is my age. I, my age is reflected of how much I've been conformed into the image of Christ. So true intercession, please hear me, and I've touched on this before. Uh, true intercession has much more to do with image and likeness than it does prayer. I knew I'd get in trouble right there. True intercession, we intercede more by being conformed into image than we do simply by praying, although intercession includes prayer. When God said, I could not find, I could not find an intercessor, he was not saying he could not find a man that was praying. He was not saying there was nobody in Israel that was praying. There were plenty of conservative, devout Israelites that were praying. I know we preached it that way, but Israel Israel didn't go prayerless. There were men praying, but there were not men praying to God in the image of God. It was man praying to God, but no man out of image and likeness praying to God as God created man in his image. Everybody follow what I'm saying? They look like men praying to God, not like God praying to God. I found no man because as far as God is concerned, a man is his image and likeness. I found no man because God's definition of a man is his image and his likeness. I found no man. They look like men praying to God and not like God praying to God. I tell you, you'll waste a lot of prayer time focusing more on praying to God than than being conformed to the image of God because he's looking for a man. And as long as you look like you and not like him, we still look like boys. Amen? God's, now can I help you understand something about God's original intention? God's original intention was to look at man in earth from heaven and see himself. God's original intention was to listen to man in earth from heaven and hear himself. Why? God can't deny himself. 
God, I'm trying to go somewhere. I'm hoping at some point you warm up a little bit. Whatever man asked for while in the image of God was to God like God asking himself. The reason why I want to make you in my image and my likeness is because I can't deny myself. So when you say peace be still in earth, that's like me saying to myself, make peace be still. I cannot deny myself. So now what ends up happening is because we must understand God never tells himself no. I'm going to say that again. God never tells himself no. He does not rely on doing something based on whether or not he has enough supply, based on whether or not he has the resources. He needs no resources because he is a creator through Christ. Amen. In Christ, we reclaim our identity called God's image. I'm trying to go back here because we're only as, uh, as old as we are in his image. We reclaim our identity as the image of God. All I could do is be me. Glory be to God. God didn't call you to be you. He said for you to deny you and take up your cross and follow me. He said I laid down my life. He did not just say he died for us. He actually lives for us or he gave his life to us. Now, now look at this. I want you to see this. Go to 2 Corinthians 1 and 20. Hallelujah. Now I'm here to tell you right now words like this make the path make the path less sparsely populated. There'll still be people behind us, but not many, as many people with us. Words like this separate the sheep. Right? Second right? Corinthians 1 and 20 says what? For all, everybody say all. For all the promises of God in him, everybody say in him, are yes and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us. God is looking for a man, or in other words, believers who have come of age by way of being conformed into Christ's image so we are permitted to function in the government of intercession. The government of intercession means always yes. Image is the greatest intercession because my asking the father to the father becomes him asking himself and he never denies himself. All the promises of God are yes. Did y'all, can y'all wrap your mind in him? All the promises of God are yes. Can you wrap your mind around that in him? All the promises of God are yes. And we still ain't wrapped our mind about it. Yes isn't an answer. Yes is a location. God, I wish I could. We're steady waiting on an answer, and yes is not an answer according to the Bible. Yes is a place. Yes, in other words, once I get in the place called yes, it doesn't matter the request. It has nothing to do with what I'm asking whatsoever I ask because I'm not asking for an answer. I'm in a place called yes. So whatever I say in the place called yes, it's yes and amen. Y'all missing it. To the glory of the Father. Father, fill my children with with the Holy Ghost, yes. Uh, Father, cast, uh, heal cancer through the laying on of my hands, yes. Uh, Father, remove divorce from the borders of Darlington, yes. Uh, Father, prosper my hands in everything that I do, yes. Uh, God, remove the tumor from my breast, yes. Uh, everything is yes and amen because yes ain't an answer. Yes is a location. 
God saved my family. You're in yes. Oh, y'all miss what I just said. God cast out schizophrenia, bipolarism. Come on. Out of men's psyche by my rebuke. Guess what? Yes. We're trying to hear, hear a yes when we're in a place called Yes, yes. Father, release revival, reformation. Come on, an outpouring in Hartsville, in Darlington, and in Florence through us. Guess what? Yes. What happens when we inherit the land, the promised land called yes? At that point, God says, I don't care what you say. I don't care what you ask. Because at this point, everything in me is yes and amen to the glory of the Father. God, I want these signs to follow me. He didn't say, no, 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 no. See, you missing it. you in the wrong place. God, I want these signs to follow me. God, I thank you, Lord God, that these signs follow me, that, 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 that I lay my hands on the sick and they recover. Yes. That I speak to demons and they leave. Yes. That I walk in the righteousness of God. Yes. All the promises of God are yes in him and amen in him. To We're trying to get an answer for a promise that we inherit. We don't get a yes. We live in a yes. We're not called to wait on a yes. We're called to inherit a land called, yes, through coming of age. In him is yes, and in him is a. My question to you is, why are you still living in no? When we're beginning to, to live in a land called, yes. By way of image. Listen to this. By way of image, we become ordained intercessors. As we have entered into the image of God and we make our request to God, when God hears our request, he hears himself, says yes to himself, or says yes to the himself on ourself. He's actually saying yes to the him on us. He says yes to the him on us, Releasing heaven's superior glory upon earth's inferior issues. Intercession is in him. Intercession is in him. And to be in him is to function as him. I'm trying to help you come of age. If you're going to be conformed into the image of Christ, that means you're going to function as Christ, not just simply beg Christ. If I'm being conformed into his image, in him is to ultimately operate in a governing authority called as him. That when I say it, glory be to God, cancer can't tell if Jeremiah said it or Jesus. That, that, they were, that when we speak to Hurricane Dorian, Dorian can't tell what did J-R-R-C say that or did Jesus say that because they're so confined. We know we got to obey the king. In him is a calling to function as him in the earth. Let us make man in our image and after our likeness and let them 
rule on earth as we rule in heaven as they look like us. In, everybody say in. Intercession. In, everybody say in. Intercession. Intercession is something accomplished in someone else. I'm trying to help us understand. I, I need to go into intercession. Intercession can only be done in him. Intercession, intercession is functioning in Christ. It's praying to him out of him. It's praying to him out of him. It's him asking himself, therefore divine intervention is possible. Right? The highest level of intercession, and I'll talk about this because we're going somewhere, is image. In him. Intercession is in him. Everybody say intercession is in him. Amen. It's, it's about being in him. The best way that I could put it, Gabriel, is this way. If a policeman is in uniform, and if a policeman is in patrol car, he is now, he, he, the authority that he functions in, his authoritative influence is not by brute strength. It's not by force, nor is it by his own power. If he is riding on the freeway, and we're going 85 miles an hour when we see him, right? What are we going to do? We're going to slow down. We are not going to slow down because he told us to. We're going to slow down because of his image. His, the, his image and what he's in, he is in a uniform and in a patrol car. So now when I look at his image, it has authority to influence my actions without that policeman ever speaking. Y'all ain't hear what I'm saying. And if that policeman was not in his uniform and if he was not in a patrol car and I was going 85 miles an hour, I would not slow down because he doesn't have the image of the authority to influence my actions. We are in Christ. We are in Christ. We do not have to. Do you understand that when we're in uniform called in Christ, depression has to slow down when we show up? Depression doesn't stop because we rebuke it. Depression slows down because we are in uniform. Do you know divorce slows down around me? When I'm around, divorce slows down. I wish I could get a witness because y'all, some of y'all was going 125 miles an hour on the highway called divorce, and you saw us in Christ, my God, and you began to break your speed and say, hold up one minute. Maybe I don't need to go head first into this, and didn't nobody rebuke you? Didn't nobody tell you nothing? You just saw a husband and wife in him. G-R-R-C, I'm telling you right now, 
God is inviting us into a realm of his image through way of intercession that stuff when you go to work is going to slow down not because you are rebuking it but because you're in the uniform called image. I'm telling you right now this honor of authority is going to slow down when you show up. People aren't going to be so quick to talk about their boss not because you preach to them about authority but because you're in uniform and when you're in uniform the spirit of rebellion slows down because the spirit of rebellion recognizes you have the authority to pull it over see when you're in uniform the reason why we slow down because we recognize that now the police can pull us over can stop us and now ticket us do you understand we can bind and loose when we're in uniform you know why demons slow down because they don't want to be detected they don't want us to see them because We are, we, through intercession, we're entering into image of being in him to the degree that stuff is about the sickness is going to slow down around you. Not because you're rebuking sickness, but because when sickness sees you in uniform, it recognizes it can't be at the same pace it was before you got here. GRC, God is bringing you in the uniform. And, and, and because of that, sin is going to slow down when you're around. Because you're in uniform. Now, if everything goes the same speed that it did before you showed up, that means you are not in uniform. If, if every demon and devil acts the same way, I'm here to tell you right now, demons didn't act like they acted before Jesus showed up. Once Jesus showed up, they said, hold up. I know who you are. Would you let us leave? Would you let us go into the pigs? Would you let us, why, why, why? It wasn't that Jesus was rebuking them. He was in the uniform called image. My God, you look like God. And God has the authority to tell us what to do. Stuff should slow down and it's supposed to slow down. And so intercession is by image. Do you understand that policemen make the highway safer by image? All they got to do is be out there in uniform, in patrol car, and people follow the speed limit by seeing them. God is calling us into an image because there's been some stuff in Darlington speed. There's been some demonic and dark forces that have been advancing at a fast pace in the realm of perversion, in the realm of teenage pregnancy, in the realm of addiction, in the realm of depression, even in the realm of murder. But I'm here to tell you right now, we are going to intercede this month. And Larry's drive is about to slow down. Every murdering demon on Larry's drive is about to slow down. Every demonic force causing murk crashes on the highway is about to slow down. It is not going to be like it was. Hurricane Dorian, you're slowing down. I don't... I'm here to tell you the crime rate is about to slow down in Darlington. I'm here to tell you the teenage pregnancy rate is about to slow down in Darlington. I'm here to tell you the divorce rate is about to slow down in Darlington. I'm here to tell you the number of children birthed out of wedlock is about to slow down in Darlington. God found an intercessor. God found somebody that looked like 
Darlington is going to be safer because of the way you look. Not the way we have church. Our good time in church don't do it. But being in the image of God does. Somebody shout, we're, an in, we're intercessors. We're intercessors. Now this is so key that we understand this. Intercession is not just people praying. Although prayer is necessary. Intercession is not just people praying. Intercession is a people who are walking in his image, not only praying, but altering atmospheres by how they're living. Their life now makes things safer. See, there's certain things that cannot happen when we're in the grocery store. Mass shootings. I'm too full of life for death to come in here and shoot somebody. See, there are certain things that you got to understand. Look, well, it might be a mass shooting in Darlington, not while I'm in the store. It's too much life in here. Glory be to God. There's too much of a restraint of the glory of God. There's certain things that just can't happen because we're here in presence. Because God is present when we're present because we look like the God who was present. We've been conformed in the image and we've been conformed into likeness. Why are you scared of flying in an airplane? You being on the airplane saved everybody's life. The, the plane can go down even if it was supposed to go down because you're in there and you live high and lifted up. You live, ain't no way the plane can go down. You just saved the whole flight's life because you're... We don't understand image and likeness, so we're fearing what we could enter into so nobody else would have any fears. So Paul says, look, I know the boat is going down, but no, man, look, this boat is about to get tore up. You are literally going to be stranded in the middle of the sea. Nothing on this ship will be salvaged. Paul turns around and says, but fear not. Because I was talking to the angel of the Lord last night. While y'all were trying to figure out what y'all was going to do, I was talking to the angel of the Lord. And we're fearing in what image would save everybody else's life. I shall live and not die. You should love to hang out around us. You know, we got, we got history of heart attack, and I think, well, hang around me. Hang around me. Heart attack ain't got no right to touch nobody in my bloodline because my heart is filled with his Holy Ghost. Look, you're talking foolishly. I sure am because God chooses the foolish things of this world to confound the wise and the weak things of this world to confound the... Intercession is by way of image. I know I don't have to sit my children all the, down all the time and tell them about purity and, and keeping themselves sexually because I am sexually pure. There are certain things that are getting on them 
God Almighty. There are certain things of purity and chastity and keeping that are getting on them simply because of the way that I ain't got to tell you about it all the time. Baby, when I hug you in the morning, there's something in you saying that my body is too precious to give it to a man that ain't given in marriage to. See, there, 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 there's some things about image and I know my babies are going to be okay because of the image of God that I'm saying yes to. My niece Tayana was over the house one, one day, and I was, I don't I forget what was going on, but a strange man knocked on the door. That's right. I think we was out of town. I was about to go out of town or whatever. And uh, I guess there was house sitting for us or whatever. I don't know. That's his name. She was there when I got there. It's all good. And uh, when I opened the door, Johnny was coming out my room. And so, you know, my first thought is, dog, y'all married now. Y'all doing it like that? No. <laughs> that should. I'm like, dog, I mean, it's legal, but dude. <laughs> Bruh. Nephew. Right? Right? But what had happened was a man had knocked on the door. Right? It was a weird man asking the pressure wash houses that looked like he was ready to rob a house. And so, uh, you know, it really kind of shook Tayana. So she called Johnny. Johnny came back to check through the house to make sure he didn't get in there somehow. And it was right there trying to pounce on my niece. I didn't know anything about it. I walked in. And, um, you know, Tayana was kind of worked up or whatever. I didn't really notice it because I was just kind of whatever. And I saw Johnny come out of my room. And he was like, yeah, man, we was worried. We was worried because there was a strange man that knocked on the door. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. When you first told me that, I, I was looking like, yeah, right. <laughs> Brother, you kind of run the fast one on me. What you, strange man. You know, that's just my, my, my sense. But I said, I'm not going to go down that road. I'm going to take his word for what he said. You know, I, I want to look at the good. Come to find out that there was. Got a text from Tayana later. She said, I was really under a lot of stress and anxiety. She said, but Uncle... After you came in and left, I just got a peace that came over me, and I knew I was gonna be okay. I don't even. It was, she's like, I don't even know how to explain it. But but what that what that was was now the image of God on me. The image of God on me that did not have to rebuke anxiety, but just come in peace. And my peace made the anxiety leave out of, oh, glory. Am I telling the truth? Glory be to God. I, I'm telling you right now, there, that's intercession. That ain't me. God freer from anxiety. God freer from anxiety. God, make me enough peace where anxiety can't function around me. God, make me enough joy that depression can't function around me. God, make me enough righteousness that sin can't function around me. The greatest form of intercession is image. You don't have to do any wrestling when you look like God because the devil ain't going to fight God. Righteous. Come on, I dare somebody to bless him right there. Come on, I dare you. That's, that's you. That's your inheritance. Come on, that's my inheritance. Come on, that's your inheritance. Come on. That. I 
I'm, I'm fine with people leaving because they know if they stay, what's, they function in the end can't stay. Usually if people that are married here want to get a divorce, they'll leave this church first. Usually if people want to sin, they'll leave the church first. I'm fine with that because th something in them helps them to understand. I can't live that trifling in this amount of presence. If I'm going to stay here, I ain't going to be able to keep doing that. I'm fine with that. Just come back when you don't want it no more. Because we're intercessors. Like God in the image of God. And if God said, I saw Satan fall as lightning out of the sky, I'm not going to wrestle with, God, with, with, with Satan all night long. We got to wrestle with him. We got to fight with him. No, I am going to worship the God who saw Satan fall as lightning out of the sky until I look enough like the God that saw Satan fall out of the sky as lightning until I begin to see Satan fall out of the sky as lightning. Intercession is always tied to covering. Everybody say covering. Intercession is always tied to covering. You know, people always say, I'm covering you in. I'm covering you in. Amen. I'm covering you in. We must gain. Please hear me. Because that is completely off. That's the reason why we're not interceding. Because we think we're supposed to cover people. God never told the intercessor to cover people. We must gain a more accurate. The reason why folks are still bound that you're covering is because God didn't tell you to cover them. That's not what an intercessor does. I knew it would get quiet right there. Baby, I'm still covering. I'm still covering you. Well, when is it going to work? Sunday that it book. Amen. We must gain a more accurate perspective than that of what it means to cover if we're going to operate in the government of intercession. It's true. Please hear me. We intercede by learning how to properly cover. This is the key. Not properly cover people, but thoroughly cover Christ. People's problems are not the topic of our prayer if we're covering. The one who covered and solved their problems is the topic of our prayer. If a, a, why would I change the topic and he already gave them the victory that I need to see in their life? Why not cover the one that already covered it? Why not cover the one that already broke it? Why not cover the one that already healed it? Why not cover the one that already redeemed them? The problem with our intercession is we don't know how to cover the one who already atoned for it. We are lacking influence in the area of intercession because we think we're called to cover people on the altar when we're called to cover Christ on the altar. Listen to me and listen to me closely. Intercession is an interception. I'm going to say it again. 
You'll get it in a minute. Write it down. I guarantee you it'll bless you later. Intercession is an interception. You know what an interception is? An interception is when we're in football season, is when a defensive quarterback is guarding an offensive wide receiver. And that defensive cornerback that's guarding that offensive wide receiver understands if I properly cover him, if I keep my eyes on him as he runs his route, then I can intercept what was intended. I can get for me what was purposed for him if I properly and thoroughly cover him. And so what God says is, I need you to cover my son Jesus because I've thrown some stuff to him. My God, and if you intercede, my God, if you cover right, my God, if you passionately look at him, if you passionately follow him, the peace I'm throwing to him, you can get for you. The righteousness I'm throwing to him, you can get for you. The glory I'm throwing to him, you can get for you. The victory I'm throwing to him, learn how to cover me. That cornerback recognizes the quarterback is never going to throw nothing to me. The quarterback is never trying to throw me a ball. But if I properly cover the one who I know he wants to throw to. Somebody say in the name of Jesus. If I properly cover the one that I know he's supposed to throw to, then the thing through the air that's coming to him, I can take it for myself. And God says intercession is an interception. My God, once you intercept it, you can take it as far as... And so what the Lord does is this. Everybody say interception. Intercession is an interception. So what happens is, instead of me, somebody throw me the towel. No, wait, don't do it yet. Because I'm covered. My God, you are the true vine. I love you and there's nobody like you. Keep on running. God, you're good. You don't throw it. Don't throw it. Your mercy is in, endureth forever. This is me on the altar. I'm not talking about people's issues. I'm not talking about what people are going through. I'm not talking about what the city needs. I'm covering him. My God. Oh, high and lifted up and worthy of the praise. Worthy of the glory. Keep on running. Worthy of the honor. None like you in all of the earth. Keep running. You are good. God, you made me more than a conqueror. God, you rose from the dead. God, you're the rose of Sharon. God, you're the bright and morning star. Now throw it. Go ahead and throw it. My God. And then what I can do is I can have what was intended for him because I properly that's intercession. intercession and so what happens is instead of me praying that Edwin have peace I intercept the peace of God and instead of asking God to give you peace I come and give you peace myself instead of asking God to give you breakthrough I come and give you a breakthrough myself instead of asking God to heal you I come and release the healing myself I've been in intercession 
My God, I need somebody to get, I need somebody to be a cornerback. I need some cornerbacks in this house right now to make up in your mind, I'm about to cover well. I'm about to cover nonstop. I'm about to cover Christ. I'm about to bless him. I'm about to lift him. I'm about to glorify him. I am not going to stop. No, 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 no. Jesus, I know you're a wide receiver. Jesus, I know you're a wide receiver. Jesus, I know you're a big receiver. Jesus, I know you're a big receiver. I could receive enough power to change a city if I cover you right. I can receive enough power to lay hands on cancer if I cover you right. I can receive the glory to lay my hands on my children and watch them be baptized in the Holy Ghost if I cover you right. You're a wide receiver. Intercession is interception. So y'all don't get it. Y'all shouting over this word, but I intercepted it. This word was not for me, but Saturday about 2 a.m., Jesus was in the slot. And I watched him go around. And I said, God, if you're going to wake me up, glory be to God. I'm going to cover you. I'm not going to get up and ask what's wrong. I'm not going to get up and say, God, who needs prayer? I'm not going to get up and say, who needs to die? I'm going to get up and... Intercession is an interception for people who know how to continually cover Christ. When I'm riding in my car, I'm covering Christ. When I'm in the field in business and I'm making sales, guess what I'm doing? Covering Christ. When ain't nobody telling me yes, guess what I'm doing? Covering Christ. When I feel like going home in the middle of the day, guess what I'm doing? Covering Christ. When I wake up Saturday morning, guess what it's time to do? Cover Christ. When I get up at 3 a.m. on Sunday, baby, it's time again. Cover Christ. Because the cornerback must intently every play cover that wide receiver, although the ball might not always be thrown. Our problem is we'll cover for a couple plays and take a few off. And the play we take off is the one he goes for the long ball. <laughs> Look at neighbor, tell your neighbor, don't take no plays off. Come on, bless the Lord at all times. Let his praise continually be in your mouth. Don't take no plays off. My God, don't take no services off. Don't take no praise and worship times off. Don't take no times of glorifying him off. Cover him. Intercession is an interception. Come on, everybody say intercession is an intercession, interception. Watch this. Now watch this. 
Come on. Come on. God ain't doing nothing for me because you're not interceding. He's not going to throw nothing to you. I'm mad. I'm waiting for you to do something. But, but the one he throws to is always full of joy. If I cover the one always full of joy, I'll stop waiting for God to throw, to throw a promise to a mad child. I'm mad. So what that mean? You ain't on offense. You on defense. The quarterback ain't trying to throw you the ball. The father ain't trying to give us nothing. He has invested everything. He has given every promise. You on defense, man, because they won't throw you the ball. You on defense. You're supposed to be covering. There's only one wide receiver. All of us are cornerbacks. <laughs> the beautiful part about it is he's the chief of the corner, too. I wish I had time to preach about that. In actuality, what the Lord will do is the Lord will allow you to run the route following Christ. My, my, my. And you'll get behind and the Holy Spirit will come and now assist you in catching up with the route. That's why he'll wake you up at two because you fell behind on the route and God is about to throw the promise. That's why he started stirring you up in the middle of the day because you fell behind. So the Holy Spirit will come and help me track him down. So when the long ball is thrown, go ahead, throw it. Oh, look at the whole, and you know what? That's exactly what happens. I didn't even catch it. I didn't even know what God was saying. The Holy Spirit caught it from me, handed it to me, and acted like I actually did it myself. I wonder if there's anybody in here that recognizes, oh, what a friend that we have in the Lord. That Somebody shout helper. Come on, somebody shout helper. I didn't catch it. I didn't run the route. But your helper was running it while you were. Your helper was in position when you were. Your helper stood in the gap. I need somebody to understand the ball didn't drop. I know you weren't in position, but the ball didn't drop. I know you weren't where you needed to be, but the ball didn't drop. I know you didn't go the way you were supposed to go, but the window didn't close. I know you... God is calling us into intercession. Watch this. Koba shete ba, konde ba 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 kande kande derebo sha, hore ba derebo shia tanda ba ba ko, rede ba ya derebo kon sanda da 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 ba ko, reba. Intercession, intercession, is an interception. It's understanding that nothing will be thrown to us. But if we can sufficiently cover Jesus on the altar, everything intended for him, we can have it. Intercession is not so much begging for mercy, it's intercepting image. 
It's not begging for mercy for your current condition. It's intercepting the image of God and transforming you into his condition. Glory be to God. It's not begging Jesus to change situations. It's covering Christ until we intercept enough of his image to be empowered to change situations with ourselves. It's not begging God to clean up sin. It is now covering the God that is so righteous that you enter into to that righteous image and sin begins to be cleaned up because of who you are is not telling God how bad things are God is bad in Darlington everybody shoot everybody going to hell that is not intercession you are not in your assignment it's to cover the wide receiver no it's not how bad Darlington is it's how good you are I'm going to cover how good you are until I intercept some of your goodness enough to enter into bad and shift it to good. Listen to me. And listen to me well because you're not an Old Testament watchman. The Old Testament watchman look for evil to come. The New Testament watchman waits for the good God to come. We are not watching for evil to come. We are not watching for destruction to come. That's the Old Testament prophet. We, we watch for Jesus to come. Since when is Jesus destruction? He's nothing but good. Since when is Jesus bad? He's nothing but glory. We're in a New Testament dispensation using an Old Testament definition for watchmen. We got to watch for the sword. No, you watch for the, for the sword coming out of his mouth. Listen to me closely, GRRC. GRRC, the Lord is calling us into a month of intercession. September for us will be a month of intercession. Not crying out to God for how bad it is so he can change it, but crying out, Abba. Not to cover people's problems, but to cover Christ. And by way of covering Christ, intercept enough of his image to carry the authority of intercession into the culture and shift it. If we properly, if we properly steward the month of intercession, we will come out of this month with Jesus' power. We'll come out of this month with Jesus' peace. We'll come out of this month with Jesus' joy. We'll come out of this month with Jesus' influence, glory, victory, and prosperity, and, re and grace to release heaven on earth. We will come out of this month of interse intercession with an interception called the glorious church. You know, we've been on the edge of the glorious church. We've been on the edge of now functioning in a glory that when people walk through the doors, they'll recognize we entered into a place on earth that is not a part of earth. See, we're about to enter into a glory that when people step through those doors, they're going to know this is on earth, but this is not of earth. We, we have now left one realm and entered into another realm when we entered into this house. The air is different. The joy is different. The power is different. The presence is different. The glory is different. The opportunity of freedom and liberty is just different in here. It's the glorious church. Intercession. Please hear me. It's not covering people's problems. We're not called to cover. I'm covering you. God, deal with the addiction. God, deal with the drinking. God, you are not covering that person. Right. 
that is not covering people. And that's why they're still doing it all. How long you got to cover them? Maybe the reason why they're not changing is because Jesus already covered them. And we won't cover the covering. We're not called to cover problems. We're called to cover Christ. Please hear me. It's not that we ignore people's problems. But by way of covering Christ, we enter into dimensions of the image of Christ and therefore can simply speak to problems instead of praying about problems. And therefore can simply speak to problems instead of praying about problems. We don't have to pray about sickness once we through intercession enter into his image. We speak to sickness and sickness obeys us. I don't pray about sickness. I speak to sickness. I pray about the Christ. I cover the Christ. We don't have to pray to break addiction. Come on, we can cover the Christ that broke every chain and destroyed every yoke until we enter into the image of the Christ that broke every chain and destroyed every yoke and we can speak to addiction instead of praying about addiction and we can speak to bondage instead of praying unto bondage. Our problem is we're trying to cover issues and speak to Christ. I'm going to say that again because some of that... Hey Amen. That's why I hate high points sometimes because y'all fall asleep. It's like, ooh, that was so good. Glory be to God. And then we got to come back to a teaching place. Come back down to a teaching place. No, we don't need to end church there, dance and lay on the altar. There's more that God has to do. Our problem is we got to learn how to linger in his presence because sometimes we go for the climax and God was just turning up the volume. It wasn't the climax. Our problem is, please hear this, we're trying to cover issues and speak to Christ instead of cover Christ so we can be empowered to speak to issues. We're covering what we're supposed to be speaking to and speaking to what we're supposed to be covering. Jesus, when you going to do it? That ain't covering Christ. Jesus, I did everything. When you going to come through? You speaking to who you're supposed to be covering. Right, and if you speak to who you, if you are now, if you will cover the one you're supposed to cover, then we can turn around and speak to the mountain. But we're covering what we're supposed to be speaking to, and speaking to what we're supposed to be covering, or who we're supposed to be covering. Intercession isn't covering Earth's problems; it's covering Christ, which empowers us to speak to Earth's problems. Watch this. Go back to Isaiah 59, verse 16. Let me work just a little bit more. Come on, somebody shout, I'm an intercessor. Come on, somebody shout, we're an intercessory church. Watch this. Isaiah 59, verse number 16. He says this, and he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore, his arm brought salvation unto him, and his righteousness, it sustained him. Intercessor is paga. 
is now the Hebrew word for intercessor, meaning to encounter. An intercessor is an encounter. When you are now experiencing a true intercessor, you are experiencing an encounter with God. Through intercessors, men encounter. Who was he talking about saying his own arm shall bring salvation? Jesus. He was talking about, look, I can't find nobody in image and likeness. I can't find an intercessor. So I'm going to send my son. I'm going to send my son so people will start clamoring for prayer warriors and start encountering the king that they are praying to. God don't need us to be around prayer. He needs up to us to be around people or he wants us to be around people who look like the God that people are praying to. People need an encounter not to hear how good we can pray. He now says, I couldn't find the intercessor, Dwayne, so I'm going to send my son because I know he's in my image and likeness. So every time men dealt with Jesus, they encountered God. He was an intercessor. God in the flesh. Why could he speak to win? Because he was an intercessor. He was in the image of God in the earth. Go be to God. And if God is in the earth, win obeys it. Win obeys him. To be an intercessor is to be, a, to be people's encounter. We're called to be men and women of God, encounter with God in the earth through being conformed into image and likeness. Literally, people in this next season are going to talk to you and say, there's just something about you that ain't nobody else like. There's just something about you that when you talk, there's just something about you that when you put your arms around me, there's just something about you when you shared that with me. And it's not because you're just this great person. It's because you conformed enough into the image of God that as they deal with you, they're encountering him. You know why the word of God, come on, Sata, does what it does in this house is because we are not... You're not just hearing a good word. You're encountering God as this word goes forth because this word came from being. It's an encounter. And a lot of people say, well, if I was encountering God, then it would be more than this. Well, they, Jesus, they encountered Jesus and didn't know it was God. The first time they encountered God through man, they wanted to throw him off a cliff. Amen? Most of the people when they encounter God reject it because it don't sound like their style of preaching. Most people want a familiar style, not a God encounter. You know why it's so unique? Because I'm speaking from another dimension. Man, how do you get that out the Bible? Because I read the Bible from another dimension. Amen. You're not permitted into that dimension because you want to know the Bible. You're only permitted into that dimension by your depth of devotion. There are people that want to see what I see, but don't want to love like I love. Faith worketh by. To be an intercessor is to be a God encounter. The reason why there's so much confusion concerning intercession 
and covering is because the initial covering of Christ was Lucifer. You know he's the initial covering. He was the anointed cherub that covers. That's why he wants us covering steal, kill, and destroy, death, disease, and destruction. You know why? Because that means we're not covering. He perverts covering because he was the original covering. He was the first one to cover Christ. Y'all know that, right? Go to Ezekiel chapter 28. I'm going to show it to you. <clears throat> I'm almost done. I'm going to build y'all. We're going to get our stamina up. I don't like one hit wonder preaching. I don't like it, man. Honestly. Because I don't want to stay in the entertainment paradigm where people come because they want to be excited by what I say and not be transformed by the anointing being released by what's said. We need to learn how to listen when it ain't blowing, when whistles aren't blowing and balloons aren't busting and trumpets aren't blowing. Thank you, Lord. Ezekiel chapter 28, verse number one, or excuse me, verse number 11. Moreover, and this is Satan in his original function, it says, moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, he's describing Satan. Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus. The king of Tyrus is another term for Lucifer, Satan. And say unto him, thus saith the Lord God, thou sealest up the sum, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Thou hast been in Eden. Obviously, he's not talking about a king. He's talking about somebody who's been in Eden. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering, was thy covering. The sardius, the topaz, and the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, and the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, and the carbuncle, and the gold. The, the workmanship of thy tablets and of thy pipes was prepared in thee the day that thou was created. Thou art the anointed cherub that what? Thou art the anointed cherub that what? Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth, and I have set thee so. Thou was upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Thou wasn't per perfect in thy ways from the days that thou was created till iniquity was found in thee. By the multitude of thy merchandise, they have filled the midst of thee with violence, and thou hast sinned. Therefore, I will cast thee as profane out of the mountain of God, and I will destroy thee, O covering cherub, from the midst of the stones of fire. Thine heart was lifted up because of thy beauty. Thou hast, corrupt, thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by reason of thy brightness. I will cast thee to the ground, and I will lay thee before kings, that they may behold thee. Thou hast defiled thy sanctuaries by the multitude of thine iniquities, by the iniquity of thy traffic. Therefore will I bring forth the fire from the midst of thee. It shall devour thee, and I will bring thee to ashes upon the earth in the sight of all of them that behold thee. All they that know thee among the people shall be astonished as at thee. Thou shalt be a terror, and never shall thou be in. Anymore. Now listen to this again. Verse 14. 
Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth. Verse 16, by the multitude of thy merchandise, thou have filled the midst of thee with violence, and thou hast sinned. Therefore will I cast thee as profane out of the mountain of God, and I will destroy thee, O covering cherub. Lucifer was a cherub anointed to cover Christ on his throne. That's all he did. From everlasting to everlasting, unbroken, nonstop covering of Christ. Right? He was the anointed cherub that covered. That word cover means to entwine as a screen. It is sakak. Sakak, that word covereth, that Lucifer was, sakak is the Hebrew word. It means to intertwine as a screen. Lucifer was, in a sense, if you can imagine a screen door. Lucifer was, in a sense, the screen that all of heaven had to look through in order to see the glory of God on the throne. The glory of God could only be seen through the anointed cherub that covereth, right? And as they looked through Lucifer to behold the glory, they experienced the glory and were impacted by it. What does Lucifer say? Lucifer says this. I'm tired of y'all looking through me to see him. I'm ready for y'all to start looking at me. All eyes are on me, but don't nobody talk about me. All they do is talk about him. But if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't be seeing him. He was this screen. Anytime you saw the glory, you can only see it through. Guess what? We are in the earth with a screen. If you're going to see God, you got to see it through the image of man. We are Satan's replacement. God Almighty, we are the image of God in the earth. Man cannot see God unless he sees God through. Right? Lucifer said, hold on one minute. Y'all can't see God without me, so why can't I be God? And so the covering said, I don't want to be the covering. I want somebody to cover me. The covering said, I want a covering. In comes us. So he tells us to cover is to talk about disease. To cover is to talk about death. To cover is to talk about people's dysfunctions. To cover is to talk about storms. Why? Because he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. When we spend all our time praying, guess what we're doing? We're covering. He's getting his wish. The topic of our prayers is who he is. The covering found a covering and used God's name to get it. God is so tough. God is so hard. And Satan is saying, thank you. Through you, men can see me. You're my screen. Through you, you're my screen. Men can behold my works through you. Men can see my power through you. Men exalt my diseases through you. 
Men think darkness is powerful through you. Men believe sin is hard to overcome through you. Thank you for being a screen through which humanity can see me. The covering found a covering called the church. And week after week, prayer after prayer, we're covering somebody who was never supposed to be covered. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily prayer and forgive us our debts as we forgive those that are indebted to us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from the wicked one for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory how much of the kingdom prayer is about the devil Tell me how much of the prayer that ushers in the kingdom, according to the Bible, the devil is the topic. Is ever what's going on in earth the topic? Is ever how the devil is taking over the topic? Is ever how the devil is killing the topic? Is ever how the devil is destroying families the topic? We cannot usher in the kingdom with those prayers. Thy kingdom come. You the topic of I'm covering you. I didn't come to this altar to cover the news that I saw on WT13 last night. I came here to cover the king. I c- what if the reason why the devil is so strong is because he used us as the screen? We came in church. I almost lost my mind. The devil almost killed me this week. I'm telling you, I wanted to throw in the towel so bad. Guess what you're doing? You're being the screen to glorify a power that's already been defeated. And so now people come in and think they're supposed to actually have struggles in weeks. You ain't supposed to struggle not one day of one week. If there's anything I'm going to do, I'm going to, I refuse, you will not glorify the devil in here. And many times, you know why we glorify the devil? Because we don't want to be humble enough to say we are not believers like we say we are. Just humble yourself and say, I struggle to believe. Right. I really don't believe what I say I'm believing. Stop trying to glorify the devil. You just don't know how hard it was. And it wasn't no harder than anything else. Right. Don't try to glorify the devil to justify unbelief. You just don't believe like you acted like. Right. And if you come to the conclusion, you can be empowered with the glory. Amen. If I have a bad week, it sure wasn't for the devil. If I feel like quitting my job next week, it was not the devil. If depression comes on me next week, guess what? Not at all. You telling me I don't have to fight him? You can cover the king that already beat him. And be conformed into the one that already beat him. And the more you look like the one that already beat him, the less you got to fight him. 
I'm always messing with the devil, but the devil spends little time messing with me. I wonder why. I love starting stuff with him, but he won't come. Perhaps he knows he can't win. Perhaps we've said yes to enough of worship of God. You, are, you understand that we don't deal with Jezebel in here? Jezebel doesn't come anymore. Right? Think about all the stuff that used to run through this church that ain't in this church no more. Amen. A lot of us think, man, we done shrunk. We done lost people. No, no, no. That ain't what it is. We got a remnant. This ain't no, we didn't lose people. Amen. We shaved off fat. Ain't no need to have, uh, be swollen. That ain't growth. That's just swelling. Amen. Amen. I ain't got no business being six foot one and 250. My height don't match my weight. Amen. Many times we got 500 people, but we ain't getting off the floor in faith. Our faith ain't but this high and with 500 people. Man, we're too, we too fat for our, for our height. I'm wondering what y'all was going to get at people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Shanda, that does, yeah. Glory to his name. Everybody standing to your feet. Listen. Listen, the Lord, September, and I'm going to get with the prayer, prophetic prayer team, I'm going to get with Lady Mary.